The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I would never do that to you guys, ever. I bring it for, what, 26 minutes or so every single day. Not only on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, but the Fantasy Feast Podcast, which we will record today. Talking with Joe Dolan about some of the tight end and day three rookie rankings, day three wide receivers. Yesterday's Even Money Podcast, by the way, which you can still check out, Apple, Spotify. Go ahead and go to YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL if you missed it. Unbelievable. Steve Fezzik going over all of his week one NFL bets already and how he attacks once the schedule comes out. We have not one but two interviews for you today, both with the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Had a chance to catch up with Saint Shane Bouchelle, who might be their backup quarterback this year. He's competing with Gabbert at the Super Bowl to talk to him about his really unique career path as well as Patrick Mahomes, of course, as he battles to be the number two guy there in Kansas City. Although even if he's number three, he'll still be suiting up. More on that in a little bit. And then Andy Heck, he's got a new left tackle. He's got a new right tackle. The offensive line coach for the Chiefs, always good to catch up with a coach, especially a fellow O-lineman like me. Remember to be spreading the word via social media, at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod. I'm looking for a few good spread the word winners. Sponsor confirmation email winner. You hear some sponsors on the show. West Shore Home, Game Time. If you miss them, they're on the sponsor page over at RossTucker.com. Send me an email. I'll send you a signed press pass or card or picture or whatever. And then the YouTube shout out is always fun. YouTube.com slash NFL. Just hit the thumbs up, subscribe, make a comment on any video. I am more than fired up for this weekend, Memorial Day weekend. I will be crushing Labatt Blue Lights, and you can and should as well with friends and family. Live life to the power of we this holiday weekend. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. It is Shane Bouchelle time. It's Big Show time. 
The Big Show. I'm talking with Chiefs quarterback Shane Bouchelle here. Uh, we're actually doing this at opening night at the Super Bowl, but as you guys know, I like to do some of these interviews. Um, Shane, I want to go back. Let's start with high school. Yeah. Where in high school? I know Texas, but where? Yeah, Arlington Lamar. Okay, so like right near the Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, it's five minutes away. Are, is that a powerhouse school? You know, I, I like to think so, yes, but in our district, the powerhouse is, is definitely Martin High School, but... We have some guys in the league right now, so I'd say it's a powerhouse. Okay, all right. And then you transferred, right? Not in high school, in, in college. No, no, you went to you. I, I, I went to Texas. Okay, and, and then SMU. SMU. Okay, that's what I remember. Yep. Talk to me about that. So you get recruited from high school to Texas. You're like a big time player. Right. So you must have been ranked really high. Talk to me about what it was like for you mentally. Yeah. To be at Texas. Probably your dream school, right? Yeah. You had yeah. a lot of options. Right. Things didn't go as well as you were like. I, I want to I walk, walk me through that. Yeah, so I kind of did things backwards at Texas. So I played as a freshman, uh, started all 12 games as a freshman. True freshman? True freshman, yeah. What? Started, started all 12 games. They didn't have any upperclassmen? No, they did. A, they had a couple, but um, I ended up starting. Who was the coach? Uh, Charlie Strong. Okay. Charlie Strong. So I was there. And then my sophomore year, I started the season again, but kind of battled some injuries. My junior year, I lost the job. To who? Stayed, Sam Ellinger. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I lost the job to him. I graduated in three years. Then I went to SMU. Oh, okay. So, so, so that's kind of stuff I like. So did you go into it trying to graduate in three years? I didn't originally. Um, okay, okay. I didn't know if like, you thought maybe like NFL or something. No, I, I was thinking, I mean, I'd be there for four years. That's what I was thinking, obviously. And so... Yeah. Um, but the time came to where I lost the job, and I knew I still wanted to play, man. I knew this was the dream, so um, and able to, to be able to go somewhere, I had to graduate and be able to play right away. The transfer portal, was that was the first year, and transfer rules were still kind of getting up and down. They're still trying to figure it out, so... I knew I wanted to transfer, had to graduate in three years, and then SMU was the school that I chose. I was super thankful for it, man. It was awesome. Okay, so you had to graduate to be able to play. Right. And then when you went to SMU, who was the coach? Uh, coach Dykes, Sonny Dykes. Okay. He's at TCU now. Yeah, had an yeah, unbelievable yeah. year. I'm happy for him, man. It was awesome. Okay, and then you tore it up. And did you get drafted? I did not. I was undrafted. By who? Here. Okay, so, so this, is, this is year two for me with the Chiefs. Um, were you active or practice squad last year? I was half the year practice squad, and then they elevated me midway through the year last year. Um, okay, and then this whole year I've been on. I've been on the fifty-three man. Where else did um, did you almost go out of high school? Out of high school, Oklahoma was another school that was a big school for me. I had a whole dude. You must have been unbelievable. A- <laughs> what was it like being a high school star quarterback in Texas? Man, in Texas, that's that's all it is. It's ball, man. It's football, high school football. Um, you know, it kind of feeds on top of each other, man. It's, it's a great spot, and I mean, me and Pat talk about it all the time. You know, you're from PA, you know. Yes. Um, they say PA football's the, the, big, but it's not as big as Texas ball. The, well, I played for the Cowboys. There we go. So I know what it was right, like when right. I was out there. I, right. I played for them in uh, 02 and 03. Okay. Um, so um, did Mahomes not get offered by Texas he or Oklahoma? We actually talked about that a little bit. How is that possible? Uh, isn't that crazy? So he actually he went to a, a little bit of a smaller school out in East Texas, um, which I don't think has got he got as much kind of publicity as he needed right. to. I mean, he put up complete 
crazy numbers in high school, um, just like how he does now, um, but not as much recognition as he deserves. So Texas Tech was the school he chose, but I think it worked out for him pretty good. Okay, so what's it like being the third team quarterback um, behind Mahomes and Chad Henney? Like, what what do you feel like your role is every week? Yeah, you know, I think my role, I mean, I try to help out as much as possible. Um, Chad... I mean, he's, he's a vet in this league, man. He, he knows so much, and so I'm, I'm still learning, man. Tat and Chad are teaching me as much as as much as they can, but during the season, it's, it's as much as me just helping out as much as possible with the little things. If they need a pointer here or there, I'm there. And then scout team. I think scout team's huge. Um, just trying to give the defense the best look that I can give them um, for our opponent and, and making that room, man, bringing energy and just doing everything that I can do to make us better. What's the prep like nowadays as the scout quarterback? Do you go over things with the D coordinator? Like, how do you make sure you can give your guys the best look possible? Yeah, you know, I think we we know quarterbacks across the league and what they do. So there's not necessarily a meeting with the defensive coordinator. They'll, they'll communicate what they want with us. But um, we know the systems that are around the league. And so we do as, as the best we could. But we have great coaches that kind of lead us through that scout team period. And, and Coach Spags, man, he's a beast. He, he tells us what to do, and we, and we do it to the best of our ability. Um, what did you think, because I was on sideline, for the Niners-Eagles-NFC Championship game. What did you think about the fact that the first two quarterbacks got hurt and they didn't have a guy to throw the ball? That's they didn't have a guy that could – I mean, you were you were about to get ready to play, so you didn't even realize until afterwards. Right. But they literally could not throw the ball – have a guy throw a forward pass. It's crazy, man. And that's, that's the crazy part about this league is whenever you're in that quarterback room, obviously you never want stuff like that to happen, but you just have to stay ready throughout the year. You never know when anything can happen. and That's, that's the crazy part about this league, man, is you never know. Was there any thought after um, Patrick had hurt his ankle, was there any thought in your mind like, hey, man, I might be – have you been active for any games this year? No, so I'm on the roster, but I've been inactive. Yeah, yeah. I was inactive all but four games my rookie year, so I know how that goes. Um, You know, when I played – I don't know if anybody's told you this – the third quarterback would always shoot up, yeah. and they were emergency. Yeah, I've heard. But so they, forty-five guys were active. They went away from that, and, and they went away from that. Yeah. But they like you would always dress every game, and if you went in the game, the first two guys couldn't go back in. Right. And so I, I mean, the reason why I would be going in the game is because those two can't be in the game. Right. So, like you said, emergency quarterback. I think the rule will come back. Honestly, just seeing how. The 49ers, how they couldn't do anything to, to handle that right. that situation. So I, I think it could happen again to where that rule comes back. Um, but just like you said, man, Pat went down and he ended up coming back in. He's a tough dude, obviously plays tough, but we, we didn't know, man. We didn't know what would happen, and so I, I was ready, whatever, whatever we needed. So um, twice in the last three years... Henny's had to come into a playoff game, and he's done it. He's gotten it done. Um, have you ever come off a bench like that? I have, actually, at Texas, just in, in college. And my junior year, like I said, I lost the job. Um, and Sam. How hard was that, by the way? You know, start every game as a true freshman. You start off, and then now you're a junior, and now you're a backup. Right, and that's that's the tough thing is doing it kind of backwards. And, you know, you can be salty and kind of – kind of getting down in the dumps but honestly man you never know like we say man you, you got to be prepared at all times and there was two games um where i was able to come in and 
we beat Baylor in a big game, and then Iowa State um, beat them. So it kind of led us to a Sugar Bowl, Sugar Bowl appearance, and we ended up winning that game. So it was awesome, man. But you always got to be prepared. You never know what will happen, and you got to stay ready. Um, so I ask this to Chad every year when I talk to him. Uh, but I'm going to ask you, tell me one thing about Mahomes that um, – would surprise people. I mean, everybody knows he's so good and everything like that, but give me one thing about him that would surprise people. Man. I think a lot of people talk about his physical game and how far he can throw the ball, the arm angles and different things, but I don't think people understand how smart the dude is when it comes to ball. He's, he's unbelievable. He sees things on the field that we don't see, um, and I think that just brings him to another level. Um, and man, he's, he's one of the best to ever do it, and that's that's what is his preparation that gets him to that point. And that's that's the biggest thing is his mental makeup. And he gets all the physical attributes, but that mental makeup's different too. To me, it's like the uh, the shovels or you know the pitches. Like I, I just I don't see how he sees some of that stuff. Exactly, it's just his creative mindset. Obviously, he knows he can do it. Um, kind of comes from that baseball background of his feet are never really set, but he can make a throw. Um, and man, it's it's impressive to watch. Man, he can he can. Oh, do, so do you think that's a baseball thing? I think it comes a little bit from the baseball. Obviously, he works out with a guy named Bobby Stroop, and they do all kinds of stuff. I've worked out with him a little bit, and all the off-platform stuff. They work it a ton. So, um, man, because isn't it like? Aren't you guys like as an old lineman? You're taught to like. Always have your platform, right. you know what I mean? Like you right, don't, 100%. you don't, you don't work on blocking a guy like up on one leg. Right. But I, I guess that is that has quarterback changed a little bit where guys actually work on that as opposed to like making sure their feet are always I in the right so. spot. I think so, and I think the whole pure pocket passer thing has kind of gone away to where I mean, people are making unbelievable throws on the run and off platform, and I think it honestly it started with Pat. And it started with him and all the throws that he makes, and that's how people train now. Is obviously we want to be able to make throws in the pocket and when we need to, but when it's time, man, defensive ends are so athletic, defensive linemen are so athletic, so when that time comes, when they're free, we have to be able to escape and then make a throw, and that's that's the biggest part of it. What does uh, your quarterback coach Matt Nagy? What does he say to you or Chad about some of the things that Patrick does, and like maybe like maybe don't try that? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't necessarily say that, but it's the looks that we give each other to where we know that we're not going to try. It. And so it's, it's we we see we definitely see the things, and we'll look at each other, and we're like, man, that's. That's him, man. That's what he does, and we're just going to take a step back, man. We'll, we'll wait for that one. Shane, thanks so much for the time. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Excellent stuff there with Shane. I love, I mean, honestly, I I like interviewing guys like that, you know, to be that highly sought after in high school and then to, as he said, go the wrong way, the wrong direction in college and still find a way have NFL career 
is amazing. Almost as amazing as these deals you can get on the Game Time app right now. It's just crazy. I mean, so for me, I love to type in a different city where I might be and see what they've got going, right? So, like, let's go Boston. It's $164 right now for Game 5 Heat Celtics. So if you're a Celtics fan and after last night you're feeling it, it's $164 on the Game Time app where they guarantee you'll always get the best price. But it's even cheaper than that because if you download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code ROSS, you get $20 off your first purchase. So terms apply. I don't know why anybody wouldn't create an account, uh, get the app on their phone, and then redeem code ROSS for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I'm a big fan. And I'm also a big fan of Andy Heck. It's kind of Big Show time part two. The Big Show. All right, it is a football life for my next guest, Andy Heck. 12 years as a player in the NFL, 19 as a coach. Um, I'm jealous, man. Although I'm, I'm, I'm trying to follow in your footsteps of never actually getting a real job. <laughs> That's right. We're lucky to be uh, part of the greatest game on earth and, and to be able to be in the NFL. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, I still get goosebumps on Sunday when they play the national anthem. It's an honor privilege to be part of it. Where'd you grow up in? Northern Virginia, Annandale, Virginia. Okay, I know where that's at. Um, and then you went to Notre Dame. Obviously had an awesome career there. Were you on the 88 team? Yes, I was a senior tri-captain on the 88 team. Oh, that is amazing. So I don't know if I ever told you this, but um, I grew up Catholic, and 88, I went to... Now, I had Penn State season tickets. But I went to the Penn State at Notre Dame game in 88. Um, and my dad, my uncles went to Notre Dame. So Penn State was kind of our number one team, and Notre Dame was our number two team. And I met Tony Rice and Dean Brown at the Morris Inn after the game. So I cheered for you guys as you went all the way. I mean, that's unbelievable to win the national championship your senior year. That is. You, know, you, you just mentioned two of my favorite domers. I mean... Tony Rice, unbelievable, did an un- amazing job running that option offense we had. Dean Brown, man, they don't get any better than that guy, rest his soul. And uh, it, it, for me, it was a lot of fun to be. I think that day we ran for 590. Uh, against Penn State? Against Penn State, yeah. yeah. Uh, I could be wrong. No, we ran for 590. <laughs> All right, so you played 12 years. So you did you, what was your last year? Uh, 2000. So, did you notice a difference between the NFL in 88 and the NFL in 2000? Because, like, in my head, you would think, wow, 88 to 2000, like, three different decades, you know? No, it, I really didn't, you know. Be, and then you go back. There were, were you with Washington in 2000? In 2000, I was in Washington, yeah. My rookie year was Washington in 2001. Okay. With Schottenheimer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I said, Coach Schottenheimer, he came in, he said, he said you know, he cut me. And that was my last stop. And I said, well, I'd love to get into coaching. And he goes, yeah, go coach somewhere else, and then you can come back. So I did that. I went to be a GA at the University of Virginia. And then uh, I was fortunate enough to get on in Jacksonville as an assistant line coach. But, uh, you know, back to your question about the difference. Man, it, it always seems like there's great pass rushers in this league. You know, I, I was in, uh, came into the league in Seattle out there. We were in the AFC West. 
and uh, Kansas City, you know, with Derek Thomas, and then uh, Mecklenburg and Denver, and uh, the Raiders had great pass rushers, and Townsend, and Howie Long. I mean, uh, I'll put these guys up against any of the guys you see in 2000 and even today. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it never changed. I think to myself, how many Pro Bowl pass rushers can there be? Because every single team seems to have one or two. What's it like for your son to be in the NFL now? Yeah, Charlie is with Houston, and it is, it's awesome. I'm so proud of him. He loves it. And he's going to be a good tackle. He's a good young tackle. He's got a chance to play a little bit. Uh, I think he's just about to hit his stride here, and he's going to have a good long career. But for me as a dad to watch him uh, go out there and do this and, and do it uh, so professionally. And he, the, the thing about Charlie, too, he gets along with everybody. He's a great teammate, so uh, he's always got positive things to say. And, and I know there hasn't been a lot of positive things going on in Houston lately, uh, although I'm super fired up with Coach D'Amico to get there and, and where they're going to be heading with that. But Charlie's always kept it, kept it positive there, and I'm proud of him for that. Do you watch his tape? I do, yeah. And do you give him feedback? Uh, every once in a while. You know, we text once or twice a week, and I might throw him a nugget here and there. You have to, right? That's yeah. part of it? Yeah, but mostly I just, I'm dad, you know, and I just encourage him. Man, I'm so proud of you. That was awesome. I saw that goal. I'm like, that was great. You know? Oh, that's so cool, man. Yeah. Awesome. Andy, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Awesome job. Obviously, Andy and I got cut short a little bit, but I still wanted you guys to hear about that. Just like I wanted you to hear that there's a new streaming service called Max. It's a sure bet. It has everything on HBO Max, including HBO, the DC Universe, Adult Swim, which is hilarious, together with TLC, Discovery, Food Network, and more. Max has some of the best content out there. I mean, think about it. You know my family. There's literally something for everyone in my my household. Max is where we all win. Max, the one to watch. Subscription required. Visit max.com. Ducks takes. All right, Ross, we'll start with Seahawks Pro Bowl cornerback Tariq Wolin had knee surgery after he injured his knee walking on the field at OTAs, but luckily he's expected to be ready for training camp. Well, like, not not good, obviously. I think 28 of the 32 NFL teams started OTAs yesterday. Two more start today. So pretty much every team, including yours, is out there for OTAs. We've got Aaron Rodgers tweaking a calf, which doesn't sound real good. But, um, I mean, it's just not good because he's going to miss a lot of time getting together with his receivers, just like Woolen. Now, they say he's expected to be ready for training camp. We'll see. I mean, I think they will ease him back in in training camp, make sure that young man's ready for week one. Some pretty significant roster moves over the last few days. Josh Johnson signs with the Ravens for the third time. Austin Eckler gets an adjusted contract that's got $2 million in incentives. Broncos cut kicker Brandon Manis while signing back offensive tackle Cam Fleming. Right, so OTAs in the NFL are like spring football. And, and coaches want to have their team, right? They want to feel like they're building for the season now. So the Ravens, with Lamar Jackson and uh, Tyler Huntley, they want to make sure that they've got a veteran number three, especially since, as we'll get to it, there's a new rule where that guy can, can suit up. You know, it's tough being a running back. Eckler's been so productive. All he can get is $2 million in incentives. I'm not exactly sure why the Broncos cut McManus. Sounds like just a... 
money-saving thing. Wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in Dallas. And then Cam Fleming, a lot of value in reliable offensive linemen that can play multiple spots. The NFL passed a rule allowing a third quarterback to be active on game day, but does it count as a roster spot? And then the other one is fair catches inside the 25 will automatically come out to the 25, pretty much like in college. So these are both important, right? So third quarterback, this is because of what happened with the Niners, although the Niners didn't even have a third quarterback on the roster or didn't even have a third quarterback on practice squad. But they should have a third quarterback active on game day. So basically, it doesn't count as one of your 47 active players. So there'll be a third quarterback. He'll be number 48. Uh, But he can only go in the game if the first two are hurt and out. And once he goes in the game, the first two cannot go back in the game. This is the way it was when I was a player. So they're just kind of going back to the way it was. Must be on the active roster. Can't be a practice squad call-up. And a lot of special teams coaches – I see other people fired up about this rule. I don't know. I mean, there's going to be more fair catches. It, it's something that they do in college the last couple of years. So I guess I'm just used to it. I don't see what the big deal is. Another big rule change is the Thursday night football flex. Only two se- uh, two per season, max. That, that is most they can have two per season. And it has to be between weeks 13 to 17 and 20 days advance notice. Okay, so let's start with this, right? If you have tickets to a Sunday game and they switch it to Thursday, that sucks. Like that, that's brutal. However, number one, you now know it's a possibility. So if you're going to buy tickets for a game this year, maybe don't buy weeks 13 through 17 because this could happen. Secondly, it's unlikely to happen very often. They're only going to do it if it's a disaster of a game. Third, 28 days notice. So you have a month to change your plans then. And let's be honest, the big money comes in from the TV networks. So the NFL is going to do what it takes to get the ratings that the big TV networks, or in this case, Amazon need, so that they spend even more money the next time. A lot more money coming in that way than by however many people are affected by the move from Sunday to Thursday, if it even happens. That's about all we got here. For a Wednesday edition, we'll have Greg Cosell tomorrow. Very fired up for Greg Cosell, breaking down the AFC South as our series continues. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. You know what, though? Uh, We're not totally done because I like to shout out some of our listener-owned businesses like MyFrontPageStory.com. Best anniversary gift ever. Best Father's Day gift ever. How about BackOfficeScheduler.com? Evergreen Economics. Go-Bangles.com. SteakhouseSports.com. HumanHeadNYC.com. Sportaculture. And, of course, the delicious Pizza Boy Brewing. Now we're officially done.